0: Hey everybody, Dave DeBow with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in, Christy Duckett. And Christy is a very accomplished real estate entrepreneur. She's been doing active real estate investing for many years, all kinds of things. You name it, she's done flips, she's done wholesale deals, she's done mobile homes, she's done long-term buy and hold, you name it, Christy's done it. And what we're going to be focusing on here today our mobile homes, because I think that's going to be fun. Christy's also an award-winning real estate coach, not just any kind of coach, but multiple awards won. So Christy, looking forward to our conversation today. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Dave. So excited to be here. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent.
0: Excellent. So tell us how you got into this whole mobile home investing thing, because it it's not the sexiest sounding thing on planet earth. I've done a number of mobile home deals myself way back in the day when I first got started. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got started with mobile homes?
1: Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Like everyone, I started just investing in real estate and Googling and looking, and this was back in 2007 and just what options there were. And at the time I lived in Florida and I came across an ad, you know, a seminar about mobile home investing and I thought there's got to be something to this. I've seen these things since I was a kid. I grew up in Virginia. They're everywhere. I've seen them in Florida. I've retirement. I've seen the trailers, the nice manufactured homes. And I thought before I do anything, I need to learn. So I kind of just, you know, got a couple books and started educating myself. Very so, if-
0: so who who were? I'm wondering if it's the same same book that I read about it back in the day. Who was kind of your early influence when it came to? Yeah,
1: the pioneer, right? Lonnie Scruggs, Deals on Wheels. I think he was like one of the original and it was a really short, I mean, the book is still around. It's a very short, quick read Um, and it gives you the baseline of just buying homes and literally just the concept of owner financing them. So I kind of thought, well, this is cool. It's something you can get into for a lot less money. Um, But then also at the same time, it allows you to really create passive income, flip them wholesale. So every strategy I was already doing really applied to mobile homes.
0: Very, very cool. So what was your, if you can remember, what was your first mobile home deal and how did it work out?
1: Yes. So the first one we bought, it was kind of interesting because I, I had moved to South Carolina, which is I think per capita, the hub of mobile homes. So if you don't know about them, you have to learn, you don't have a choice. And I actually went to, I owned a property management company at the time and I was at eviction court of all things for a house. And as I was listening, going, the judge was going down the docket of all the people that had homes. And literally there was a gentleman who owned a mobile home park. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. I was like, okay, he's evicting someone out of the mobile home. I, you know, hadn't yet done a deal, but had read everything about it and thought, what a great opportunity. Let me approach him. And I started working to move homes into his park. So that's actually the first strategy I did was finding motivated sellers of mobile homes and then moving them into someone else's park and renting them. So it was a rental, which I still have to this day.
0: (laughs) Well, okay. so back up for a second there. How does that work? So you're buying one mobile home in one park and moving it to another one. Is that basically how it works?
1: It can, or it could just be, we have a lot of freestanding mobile homes on land. So the actual situation where I found my mobile home ended up being a gentleman who was building a brand new single family home. And he and his wife were living in the mobile home while they were building the house. And in order to get financing, I didn't know, really know this at the time, but found it out. And it's true. In order to get financing on their single family home, once it was built, the mobile home had to leave the same acre lot as the house financing company wouldn't finance the house. So he basically started out wanting a lot more. And I ended up getting, I think the mobile home for like 2,200 bucks. And it was a wow. double wide and great condition. And it was that's... like, is, did this really just happen? Like <laughs> basically for free. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then a few bucks to get it moved and then you've got it in the new place. All right. Well, that's, that's cool. So what would you say is when it comes to mobile home investing, what is your bread and butter way of doing it? Cause I understand you can You can do things like that. You can do rent-to-owns. You can just buy it, hold it, rent it out long-term. What's your main strategy when it comes to mobiles?
1: So I would say there's really two. And some of, I think, as you know, just the push of single-family homes moving so quickly. It's opened the opportunity of mobile homes right now. There's just supply and demand shortage. So I found not only just keeping them as rentals. So I love the concept of finding someone who owns a part That is willing to work with you to allow you to either buy homes in there or move them in and rent them. So then that kind of helps my passive income side. And then on the opposite end, I really target homes in small manufactured home communities that are more like houses on acreage that have been detitled. So they're actually attached to the land and you can flip them. So they can get financing FHA, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac will finance mobile homes. So we've been actually able to buy mobile homes on land and flip them like a single family home. So a lot less competition, a lot less rehabbing, less permitting, good profit all the way around.
0: All right. Very good. So let's talk a little bit about the mobile homes and mobile home parks that, uh, that you're buying. So typically you're, you're going in there, you're talking with the park owner, the park management. You're making sure they're, they're comfortable with you owning homes there and renting them out long term, as well as if there's space, bringing in new homes. Kind of walk us through how, how might that look? Let's say, just to keep it simple, let's say you find a property in a mobile home park. More or less, what do the numbers kind of look like?
1: Yeah. So this is what I really love about them because when you're thinking on a single family home realm and, you know, of course, depending on the area you're in, so whether it's in the States or Canada, you know, I mean, housing is expensive right now. So a lot of people think, number one, I can't buy a house. How am I going to finance? And I definitely can't buy it all cash. The good news with mobile homes is they're very negotiable. And if they're in need of repairs and sitting in that park, and they're just sitting, that owner isn't collecting any lot rent off them possibly. So there's an avenue where sometimes the park owns homes themselves and they don't have the money to fix them up. Or there's people in the park that need to sell their homes. And really the sweet spot is the people that need to sell their homes, they're kind of on a time crunch because if you don't have money to pay the lot rent, You're going to get to a point where you pretty much have to give away the home. I hate to say it, but you can't afford to be there. So what ends up happening is it becomes a great negotiation tool to get them for very little. So starting out, it's just finding out I've gotten ones literally for free. I've bought ones for a thousand bucks that need a repairs. Now, obviously those need a little more work. So I might come in and put, you know, $4,000 in, but again, I'm $5,000 in an asset that can rent at market rate values. So I really try to compare my mobile homes to apartments in the area. So really it's comparable. It's not like I'm getting $500 less for a mobile home. I'm getting average rents for the area.
0: Yeah, so the equivalent, if you have a, a two-bedroom mobile home, it would be the equivalent of what a two-bedroom apartment would rent out for there.
1: Correct, exactly. And sometimes I'll price them as to where it's like a three-bed, two-bath apartment. I might price my mobile home, right, that is smaller. If it's a smaller apartment, I might do a larger mobile home for the same price. So if it's a two-two apartment, I'll take my three-two mobile home and make it the same price as the apartment so it's way more appealing.
0: Yeah, it's more appealing. Plus, they got a little yard. They've got an outdoor space. It's
1: right. You can't hear your neighbors on top of you and beside you, which is, you know, if you've ever lived in an apartment, which I have, I remember those days you could hear everything. So I think that's why they're appealing.
0: Very cool. All right. That's really, really interesting. Now, what are some of the what would you say are some of the pitfalls to investing in, in mobile homes?
1: So, like everything, there's pros and cons. <laughs> if you're buying in a park, I think the biggest con can be the park management and the park owner. And the biggest pro can be the manager and the owner if you play that right. Yeah. So, I think it's really building rapport and a great relationship with them, really making it a win win and letting them know you're in it to help them. Like you're going to get them guaranteed lot rent. So, that being said, the con is if somebody, if you're renting that unit, You're technically subletting that to someone else. So you, in the end, are responsible for the lot rent. So if a tenant stops paying, unfortunately, you're going to have to pick up the tab for the lot rent and pay the park to keep in good with them. So that would be... Not
0: much different than if you own a single family home, you got a mortgage with the bank. I
1: mean... 100%. And then also, I think the other thing is just having a contract in place with a park to know the rules, regulations, and what if they decide to sell the park one day? Is your lot rent controlled at that price or is somebody going to come in? And that's happening a lot because people are catching on that these are great investments. So they're coming in and raising lot rents, you know, $100 a year. That could kill your cash flow. So I like
0: $100 a month. I'm sorry,
1: a month. Yes, right. So what ends up happening is if you had, you know, cash flow of $400 a month and they come in and raise lot rent, that can slice that down to little to nothing. So I think it's really important just to have a contract in place to know what are we expecting? What's the expectation?
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, what would be some some tips that you would have for people that are kind of interested in, in taking a look at this? What have you found as, as the best ways to find motivated sellers or find good deals in, in mobile home parks?
1: So what's really cool, um, a lot of the marketing that I was using for single family homes, I use a lot for the mobile homes. So I found bandit signs, like the white corrugated signs you put up, we buy houses, switch the yeah. verbiage up to we buy mobile homes. And a lot of times, again, if it's in a park just talking to the owner or manager, because they can become a huge pipeline lead. Yeah. The truth is, you know, they want to collect lot rent. They don't want lots sitting there without anything on it. So I've even been able to go into parks and negotiate lot rent. You know, if I bring eight homes in, I know your average lot rent is 250, but will you do it for me for 175? So, and you know, kind of working that's good, but I would say marketing or the park managers. Bandit signs, Craigslist, Facebook marketplace those are two big ones too that I'm coming across that have a lot of mobile homes on them but just like anything any marketing works so I think it's just a matter of doing it
0: <laughs> right now if you had if you had your preference I know you do a bunch of different things long term buy and hold what's what's the pros and cons versus buying the property then selling it via owner financing?
1: So owner financing is a great strategy and and we've done it. I hate to say this, but we have a mobile home that we've owner financed twice and gotten back because the people, the one person couldn't perform, they lost their job, which worked out to be okay, right? They were fine with it. We gave them a little money back to move. The con with that always is, did they take good care of the property? Do I have to go back in and re-put any money in to get it back rentable? Luckily in that situation, it was really minor things. And again, you can take a deposit up front to have that. If so, I think that would be like the biggest con to me. Also, if you're working in a park and you have this steady stream of income, if your owner financing it and they do perform and pay it off, eventually you're going to lose your stream of income. So it's really just keeping the will terming to have other things in the pipeline.
0: Yeah, definitely. And what's typically the the length of time that you owner finance one of these kind of properties? And, and what's 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 usually like the price point on these kind of properties in your case.
1: Right. In my area it might be a little cheaper. Some people watching this will go, oh my gosh, you can buy that here. I'm like, yes, that's why we live in South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. I typically don't like to carry the note any more than like five or six years, because I feel like at that point that gives them enough time to buy. You don't want to feel like they're Feel like they're paying too much and they're getting abused in the situation. You want to make it a win-win. I mean, I want to make it fair that they do because really my goal is to not get the home back. I really don't want it back. I really just want to make my money and move on. But we've sold them anywhere from twelve to fifteen thousand in some of the parks we're working in. Some of the ones on land that are considered real property more, we can sell those in the upwards of you know fifty grand up to one hundred and fifty grand. It just kind of depends. Um, And that's the cool part. Some of the ones we flipped, we really could have kept an owner finance. The money was just so good flipping them. We kind of went that route, but there's ones on land I've gotten for 39,000, put 20 in it. And those things appraised for 125,000. So if you wanted to owner finance or do, you could on that. I just think with the mobile homes, because- Generally, if you're buying in a park, they're not appreciating like a house. You know, we're yeah. seeing this housing boom right now, which is great. A lot of landlords are just selling their rentals because they're, you know, on so much on the upside. The mobile homes don't appreciate like that typically. So that's why I like the shorter notes.
0: Yeah, I know. That makes a lot of sense. Well, Christy, this has been this has been fascinating. It's been a little bit of a scroll down memory lane for me because it's been a while since I've done mobiles. But it was fun. Yeah, I did. It's, it's making me kind of think about having a little bit of fun with that again. We're going to be doing a webinar. You're going to be holding a webinar on December the 9th about this. Why don't you tell us a little bit, just give us a 30-second overview of what you're going to be covering on that presentation.
1: Absolutely. I want to cover just individual buying a unit. I think people see... Ads. They read books. I need to own a park right now. I'm going to buy a mobile home park. And I go, no, just stop for one minute. Let's start with one and see how that goes and then move on. Like an
0: actual individual mobile home. Not right.
1: Home where park. you own everything. Exactly. I'm like, OK, I, lo- I love that, you know, you're on that route, but let's start little. So I really want to just put it out there that these can be a great avenue of passive income. They can really be your entire business if you really want to make it that way, but they can also be supplemental. I believe in really diversifying your portfolio, and mobile homes are a great way to get in an affordable level. So I want to teach kind of how to find them, the different strategies you can use on them, and then just the financing behind them, how to come up with that, and what to do.
0: Awesome, sounds good. So we'll have the the link for you to be able to register for that uh, webinar somewhere on the show notes there, so you can check that out. Property profits podcast.com. And Chrissy, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you very much.
1: All right. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it and look forward to it.
0: All right. All right. Take care. See you on the next episode. Well, Hey there, thanks for tuning into the property profits podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.